what's going on? How are you? What is happening here on a Monday? Today is the 19th. What's going on? How are you? How was your weekend? How were your games? I was about to head out to lunch. It's like, you know what? Let's get the pod done real quick. Let's get this thing done and posted and then go eat a little bit. I lost some weight during COVID. I lost a little bit, you know? Eating soup and everything. It's like, I gotta get some, some wings in me, I think. All right, on today's show, let's uh, look back at the weekend like we do every Monday, recap the weekend picks, and uh, today we're going to go over, uh, like we do occasionally, our total record for the show. So we'll bring you up to date on a whole bunch of records, and uh, I do have some thoughts as well to get to. So I, I heard from a couple people this weekend. One person said, talk about <laughs> more more fantasy baseball. Like, uh, maybe you're barking up the wrong tree there. We may talk a little more baseball if you, if you guys want, but I don't know if I'm going into detail for... You know, the best sleepers this week in any fantasy leagues. Uh, and then someone else uh, wanted to hear more like day in the life stuff, like like what a Monday is like. And so I'll talk a little bit about that on uh, today's show. Uh, but uh, recap the weekend. Uh, let's see here. Pull it up. Uh, seven and two over the weekend. And look, I know we were treading water there for a little bit at, in the middle of the year. But that's why I said, you know, just stay focused you know we'll, we'll stay you know it, it this this is always what happens we have some up weekends some down weekends but uh, we're always going to bounce back and have these kind of you know eventual takeover weekends especially if you got in on everything we gave out there you know uh we gave out some very tough to 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 make plays the afc bournemouth game on friday that was a plus 190 double chance i even put the tennessee game that we gave out for tonight in that same category you know so if, as long as you keep staying with the show, you know things will even out, and eventually, like I said, you know it's been good as of late. Uh, Eighteen and nine overall in September, and we actually ended August on that six and zero run. So twenty four and nine uh, the last couple of weeks there, and uh, fifteen. So let's see, eighteen nine in September. We did end August fifteen seventeen and three, and uh, July was a little over five hundred eleven and ten. So uh, back on the right track overall for the year. Let's see, we got a yearly breakdown here, 125, 93, and 13, uh, 56.3% for the year. And then total for the show, 434, 329, and 38. That's a 56.88 win percentage. But as we always talk about, that's bullshit, right? What, what matters is your break-even percentage. Win percentage doesn't mean a goddamn thing because there's a lot of people out there who tout out, you know, oh, we're 60%, we're 65%. It's like, great. You, every game you give out is minus 150, minus 180. You're buying half points all the time. No wonder you're 60%. You have to just to break even, right? So what matters is break-even percentage. And, uh, for the show, we are 53.07% uh, break-even. So again, winning percentage on the show, 56.88, break-even, 53.07. And actually, if you've been paying attention the last couple of weeks, uh, that's been going down. Two months ago, the break-even percentage on the show was 53.18%, and now it's 53.07%. Uh, that may seem trivial to you. That may not seem like a, a huge move, but that's pretty substantial uh, drop there, taking a lot of obvious you know underdogs and things like that so um let's get to that i did mention tennessee for tonight we gave that out last friday as part of our uh, picks and we gave out four picks for that day we we were we counted the three winners as you heard earlier so the still uh the game hanging out there still is tennessee plus 10 for tonight i do like that matchup just to go quickly in depth on that uh i think that that game is kind of an X's and O's play because really power ratings wise, when it gets up to 10, there's a lot of variety on 
what I project. You know, I could see nine and a half. I could see 10. I could see 10 and a half. But this is more of an X's and O's play. Okay. And Buffalo is one of the primary zone defensive teams in the NFL. And what you'll see is that when they're comfortable and playing their really dominant kind of defense that a lot of people expect them to play, if they're going to make the AFC Championship game in the Super Bowl, they want to play a zone. Well, Tennessee, the way they can have success is to get teams out of zone because t- Tennessee does very poorly against zone. Why? Ryan Tannehill throws out of play action more than a lot of other quarterbacks. I think he's the second or third uh, play action quarterback the last year and a half in the NFL. So zone defense is not what Tennessee likes to see. So how does Tennessee combat that? Run the football, make Buffalo switch to more of a box-heavy man-to-man on the outsides, and then they can do their play action. That's how they're going to get their offense running. So that's what this uh, this handicap is predicated on. I think Tennessee will find a way to do creative things on offense. And I know Vrabel's more of a defensive guy, but he's shown in the past he has been able to allow his team and his coordinators to make these kind of changes and switch things up and, and really confuse the, what they were preparing for when you get your classic Tennessee team. So... I think Tennessee is going to make enough changes, find the success on the ground, open things up for Tannehill. And, you know, that's if you agree, then, you know, you'll make that bet plus 10, uh, Tennessee plus 10. That's what I think. But if you think the Buffalo can stop the run playing their zone defense and stay in that base zone, then Tennessee is going to have a long night offensively. And that's how Buffalo is going to get that margin and be able to cover. So uh, that's an X's and O's breakdown. I like I like uh, uh, Tennessee plus the 10, but I get why a lot of people are on Buffalo and why the line is still 10. I thought it'd be nine and a half or nine by now, but there's sharp money coming in on both sides. And I get it. I understand. This is why I said on Friday, this is a tough bet to make. Okay. Uh, the tough bets are sometimes the the best, most profitable ones, but they're hard before the game starts. But, you know, we've seen Tennessee lose so far to the Giants. We've seen Buffalo look amazing against the Rams. I get it. I get the apprehension if you don't want to take Tennessee tonight, but I just think X's and O's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a good matchup for them, I believe, uh, if they can find some success on the ground. So that's what I have to say for tonight's game. And uh, we kind of got off the record thing anyway. But either way, you guys know, 7-2 and two for the weekend. And uh, that is our overall record, 434, 329, and 38 on the show. Okay, a couple notes before we get out of here. Uh, and before we get out of here, uh, special thanks to Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy, great sponsor of the show. If you want to sign up and start betting uh, player props, it's so much fun. So what they do is they have DFS contests where you build a lineup with player props. But what I always recommend is do their, uh, their uh, house props, do their uh, parlays. You can get the best payouts in the entire industry for player prop parlays. They have fixed payout systems. So they act as if every player is minus 110. When on other sites, you can find these same guys for minus 120, minus 130, and so on. So it's really worth it to sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Plus, if you use our promo code SBD, you're going to get a deposit match up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. Have a lot more fun betting player props today. All right, so a couple notes before we get out of here. Uh, the AP Top 25... A lot of people talk about the AP Top 25. I don't give any credit to it. And it's not because of any spiteful thing. I just think there's better resources out there. And the AP just throws me off. I think it's it's ridiculous. Some of the ratings, the whole... It's a joke, really. And if you look at the AP Top 25 compared to real logist, you know, legitimate ratings that mean something, a lot of the ratings are so far off and so different because the AP Top 25 has no no resemblance of like the real world. Obviously they're going to get Alabama and Georgia, right? But you know, once you get into like the 11, 12, the, 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 the teens, twenties, it's laughable. So 
I don't talk much about the AP Top 25. That's why I don't mention it. That's why I don't post about it. I see. I don't think it's a huge deal. And you know, we're not one of the shows that focuses on it for certain reasons. So I just wanted to mention that. Also, uh, one last note here before we get out. Uh, a little you know, day in the life type thing. Uh, someone asked on Twitter uh, what we do during the week, things like that. Mondays are my most uh, busy day. So, or, or my busiest days of the week. Uh, Monday is what I do. It's a lot of manual adjustments because... A lot of my computer stuff at this point is automated. So I'll get up in the morning and I'll see what my the computer adjusts based on the weekly stats and the new information that's come in. That's easy, okay? The 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 part that takes a long time for me is going back and, you know, like in the NFL, watching the all twenty two camera view for every game and seeing what I think of certain things. Like the Russell Wilson idea. Uh I, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, hack it, you know, blame hack it all you want, but Russell Wilson has to step up and play himself. It's like, I can't wait to see what I think about that, you know, and to see if I agree or disagree with that. And look at the receivers. Are the receivers coming open? Is is Russ hitting them in time? Is is he, what do the plays look like? You know, what do these defenses look like? You can start to pick up on certain things, watching these games over and combing through the the individual data points, so to speak, and watching these games. And if, if you guys are interested in the All-22, all you need is an NFL Plus subscription. It's like 10 bucks a month, and you can watch yourself. All this stuff is very easy to get uh, your hands on, and it's very powerful if you use it in the right way. So what I do is I go back, I watch, and then I manually make my adjustments team by team, and then you just get ready for the week ahead. So you know, I would say the first half of every Monday for me is that. I'm going back, watching the film, seeing what I think of these you know teams and situations. And for college football... You can't go back and watch every game, but you can watch a lot of games and you can watch a lot of condensed tape, a lot of condensed films. So there's ways to go back and make adjustments manually if you know where to go or to find these things, what to look for. And, you know, I know it's a lot and that seems tedious, but that's what it comes down to having a full time job doing this is a lot of hours are spent doing things like that, making the manual adjustments that way. So, um, that's what a lot of my mornings are. The NFL 22s, the college football, making those manual adjustments. And then in the afternoon, I'll come back and start making my college football bets and NFL. But I mean, the NFL, I actually dive a little bit more into on my, on Tuesdays personally. Um, but I'll still, I'll, I'll look at the lines and see, you know what I think. And it's simple. I see any huge, uh, changes or any huge discrepancies. If I have a team minus seven, and the market's minus four, I do some homework, see why, and potentially make a bet. So I make a lot of bets on Monday and get ready for the week ahead. And that's the thing is, honestly, it's not as risky as you may think. Because if, if you get some bad lines out there, you can just buy off. Okay, at minus 110, it may cost you a little bit every now and then, but you can easily buy off of games. I find, though, that we're on the right side the vast majority of the time, so it's worth it buying early and getting these numbers. Because, I mean, numbers are going to move pretty drastically, you know? You get numbers on Monday, they're not even close on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, much less on game day. So, you know, early in the day on Monday, I'm watching a lot of that, you know, stuff, making adjustments. And by the way, come hockey season, when they're playing all the time, I'm doing that pretty much every morning, going back and watching some of those condensed, you know, quick games from the, from the night before making those adjustments. So that's a big part of this. It's a big part of, of every handicapper's job. It should be at least. And that's what I do on my Mondays. Um... That's pretty much all I have for today's show. I was going to talk about a few more things, but we'll save it for later in the week. I got to get out of here, get some lunch, and then get back to uh, handicap and making some of these bets for this afternoon. So, again, we are on Tennessee tonight, plus 10. And um, I do, I, I did like Minnesota as a teaser option from two and a half to eight and a half. Just be careful what you put it with, obviously, but it's always a nice 
uh, long teaser options. So, all right, I got to get out of here. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.